What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another new release Monday here on Cinemac Reviews. I'm your host, Chris, and this is a show about all things movies and TV. Twice a week, and sometimes more, I give my thoughts on new releases, beloved franchises, and even upcoming projects like Marvel and Star Wars. You can support the show by giving it a rating slash review on your favorite podcast listening service. I really do appreciate all the support out there from you guys. Today, I give my reaction to the newest Netflix film, The Gray Man, which stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, and Billy Bob Thornton. To kick things off, let's talk about some facts. The Gray Man was released on July 22nd, 2022. It was directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. They are best known for Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and Civil War, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, as well as the Apple Plus film Cherry, starring Tom Holland. The film's $200 million budget makes it the most expensive Netflix original film, tying it with Red Notice. Chris Evans was originally considered for the lead role, Sierra Six, but declined in order to play the villain. The lead role then went to Ryan Gosling. I personally think he made the right choice. Evans was phenomenal as the asshole bad guy in the film. Evans accidentally hit Gosling in the face with his prop gun on the very first day of filming. Evans's character at one point in the film refers to Gosling's character as a Ken doll. Gosling, as you may not may know, will go on to play Ken in the upcoming Barbie film. The film was originally supposed to be rated R, and I think they should have pulled the trigger on that R rating. But I'll dive into that more later on in the episode. Brad Pitt was once attached as the lead, with James Gray set to direct. Christian McQuarrie was then set to direct at one point, with Charlie's Throne starring. But that iteration fell apart as well. The scenes that took place in Baku, Azerbaijan, were actually shot in the Czech Republic. The building in the funeral scene also does not exist in Baku. And lastly, Netflix is hopeful that this will be the start of a very popular franchise for the streaming service. Now, let's get to my reactions to The Gray Man. I really enjoyed this film. It's getting a lot of hate right now, but I personally really enjoyed it. It has its flaws, of course, but overall, I think it's a really awesome action film with badass stars thrown into an interesting universe. The film stars Ryan Gosling as Sierra Six, Chris Evans as Lloyd Hansen, Ana de Armas as Agent Danny, and Billy Bob Thornton as Sixes Handler, Fitzroy. I think the entire cast did a phenomenal job in this film, especially Gosling and Evans. They play a, such a great posing forces. Gosling is a total badass, and Evans is a complete psychopath. As much as I love seeing Evans play the hero of an action film, I think it was a great decision to have him as the villain this time around. It was an excellent way for him to spread his wings a bit and to give fans a different side of him. Now, the plot of the film isn't anything groundbreaking, but it's still a really engaging plot. Gosling, a.k.a. Sierra Six, uh, is a highly skilled CIA agent who stumbles across dark government secrets and must go on the run to save himself. The agency recruits Evans, a.k.a. Lloyd Hansen, to hunt him down. I got a lot of Bourne and Mission Impossible vibes from this film. Gosling is the best of the best, just like Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt is in the Mission Impossible series. And then he also gets burned by his agency. 
I think this straightforward plot works to the film's benefit. I personally don't need a complicated plot in an action movie. Just lay out the mission for me and give me some really awesome action sequences. And The Gray Man delivers that. The fighting choreography is incredible throughout the entire film. My favorite would have to be Gosling and Hannah de Armas infiltrating the mansion towards the end of the film. Agent Danny coming in with both a rocket launcher and an MDL grenade launcher was so badass. A close second would be the final fight between Gosling and Evans in that crazy looking maze. It was so brutal, but very, very well choreographed. This unfortunately leads me to my biggest negative of the film. This should have been rated R. I think having it PG-13 really holds it back. Netflix should have doubled down on the brutality and the action with an R rating. The only reason I could think of that would make any sense to give it a PG-13 rating is the theater sales. But for one, it was only in theaters for a limited time. And two, everyone is going to just watch it on Netflix instead of spending extra money to see it in the theater. It just doesn't make any sense to me to have this PG-13. Netflix is really going downhill this year, and it's because of decisions like this, I think, that is causing that downfall. So Gosling, a.k.a. Six, is incredible in this film. I honestly haven't been a huge Gosling fan until recently, and after watching The Gray Man, I'm all in on Gosling. If you want another really good Gosling performance, check him out in The Big Short, which stars Steve Carell and Christian Bale. I actually really hope that he finally joins the MCU. In recent interviews, he has stated that he wants to play Ghost Rider, and I can honestly see him nailing that character. Six is really interesting to follow throughout this entire film, and the film briefly gives him some backstory to the character, and it's really freaking dark. Uh, he kills his very abusive father when he was a kid in order to protect his younger brother. He eventually gets recruited by Billy Bob and becomes the CIA's most dangerous agent. I love all the fighting and all the con the gun few that he does throughout the film. It was kind of reminiscent of the John Wick universe. The opening sequence of the film with the fireworks was so incredible. Gosling was so good in it. You can tell right away that he really cared about portraying a character that the audience will love to watch on screen. Now on the flip side of that coin, Evans gives the audience a crazy psychotic villain with the Lloyd Hansen character. Lloyd is such a psychopath in the film, and I absolutely love it. We're all used to Evans playing the hero of the story like Captain America in the MCU, but the Gray Man allows us to see him in a different light. He gets the job done, but through violent and insane methods. Like the opening scene of him hooking that guy up to jumper cables. It painted such a dark picture of him, of who this character was going to be. Even all of his dialogue throughout the film helped do that. He was a really well-written and performed character, if you ask me. The only negative about the character is that he gets killed off in the end. So Evans won't be returning to the universe if this does become an established franchise. I was really hoping that he would survive the story and become a permanent character in this franchise. I do trust the Russo brothers to find another great actor, though, to go up against Gosling if they do get a green light for the next film. So I'm not completely let down by the decision of killing Evans off. And then as for the rest of the cast, they're just phenomenal as well. I always enjoy seeing Billy Bob on screen, and his Fitzroy character was actually pretty compelling. His relationship with his niece was a nice break from the overall dark tone of the film. I especially enjoyed Gosling's relationship with her. It made his character really compelling as well. 
Amade Armas, like I said earlier, is a total badass in this film. And yeah, I understand with some of the negative reviews out there that she wasn't really given much to do, but this isn't her movie. It's Gosling and Evan's movie. I think she was in it for the right amount of time and was given plenty to do. She completely destroys that match at the end of the film and murks so many of Evans' guys in order to give Gosling time to rescue Billy Bob and his niece. I honestly did not see the twist of Suzanne killing Evans at the end, but I didn't really care for her character, honestly. Uh, if you want to argue about a character not getting enough to do, it's Jessica Henwick's character, Suzanne. She's a terrific actress, but I think she was really underused in the film. If this does become a successful franchise for Netflix, I hope her character gets more to do and is a little better written overall. I also hope Claire, who is played by Julia Butters, gets more to do in the future films as well. I really enjoy her relationship with Gosling, and I hope to see it grow even more over time. I wouldn't mind seeing a montage of Gosling training her and shaping her into a total badass like him, honestly. But aside from the couple of negatives I did have, I think this is an incredible action film. The Russo brothers have done it once again. I always love seeing their names attached to a project. I was a huge fan of Cherry with Tom Holland, and I think their projects that they did in the MCU are the best of the franchise. I really do hope this turns into a successful franchise for them because they do such a great job at either building or reinventing a universe. They're terrific directors that really deserve the green light on any project that they want to do. They have recently expressed their desire to return to the MCU and direct the next Avengers film. And I really, really hope that they get another shot at the franchise. I would give The Gray Man five stars out of five, which is probably a lot higher than what most people are giving it, but I don't really care. I enjoyed the hell out of this film, and I highly recommend it to everyone. It's got action, brutality, heart, and even a splash of humor. I'm really, really excited to see it again. Well, that'll do it for this week's new release. Join me next week for another new release Monday. Also, join me every Friday for the current season of Cinemac Reviews. The Mission Impossible season continues this Friday with Rogue Nation.